Hello everyone, my name is Nicholas Robbins and welcome to the Nicholas Robbins Show. This is my radio show where we talk music, politics, and entertainment. Yes, that is a very wide spectrum. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss the grand jury decision in the Boston Marathon bombing sentencing, Janet Jackson's big return to the music industry, and reviewing Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea's Pretty Girls. Let's kick off this first episode of the Nicholas Robin Show with Jason Derulo's hit song, Want to Want Me.
welcome back, everyone. The first thing I want to talk about in this episode is the Boston Marathon bombing sentencing. So if you're unaware, on April 15, 2013, Joe Carr and Tamerlan Sarnayev set off pressure cooker bombs at the 117th annual Boston Marathon. As a result of causing five deaths, not including Tamerlan, Joe Carr was convicted of 30 felony crimes on April 8, 2015. After almost a month of sentencing deliberation, the same jury sentenced him to death on May 15, 2015. So, this is a very rough topic because the death sentence and the death penalty in the United States is very controversial because of the effect it has on any party involved. Now, the big question I always ask myself in these cases is, do I think the death sentence is appropriate? For murderers, no. For murderers, no. Like, if a girlfriend kills her husband, is that the appropriate sentence? No. Life in prison would be the appropriate sentence. But when it's against a nation, or a whole huge group of people, or a law enforcement official, then it's definitely the most correct punishment in the entire world. Okay, for example, recently NYPD officer Brian Moore was shot and killed in Queens, New York City. And they caught the guy who allegedly did it. We can't say that he actually did it until he's convicted of it, but he allegedly did it. And if he is convicted, the death sentence is the appropriate thing because he took a law enforcement agent. Now, the death penalty is not valid in New York City except when it comes to a police officer or a law enforcement official. So if he is convicted, he will go for the death penalty. And that is the appropriate sentence because he took an attack on a city because when you kill a law enforcement official, you're going against the city. Now, Joe Karzanayev is a terrorist and he went against the United States. He killed four people. Technically, he assisted in three in three killings at the actual Boston Marathon site. He was with his brother Tamerlan when Tamerlan allegedly killed an MIT officer, Massachusetts Institute of Technology campus officer, which is considered a police officer, and Tamerlan was killed on the scene. And there was one more death, which was Tamerlan's death. So there were five deaths as a result of this. Tamerlan killed a 12-year-old boy. 10 or 12-year-old boy, I don't know his exact age. His name was Martin, that's all I know. How would you feel if your kid was taken from you? How would you feel if your kid was blown up in the most horrific way with a pressure cooker bomb and nails and bolts hitting him while he's sitting there suffering and dead? How would you feel burying your own kid? Now, what do you know? Your kid's never going to have the chance to grow up and anything he's ever dreamed for. Anything he's ever aspired to was gone because of someone's act of violence. What would you want for that person? And I saw a lot of people saying he shouldn't be killed, he shouldn't be killed. Yes, he should. He deserves the punishment he's going to get. But now the death penalty process of actually executing Joe Carr is going to be a very, very, very hard process on the victims. Because now... If they would have put him locked him up in prison in Colorado, like like some people wanted to, it would have been up and over done. He would have been in prison already, and it would, it's over with. He'd be there for the rest of his life. He's going to die in prison. Now, the victims have to go through months and months and months of appeals. 
because Joe Carr's defense is going to try to keep him alive. That's their job. They're going to try to keep him alive, and they're going to try to do everything they can to make sure that he stays alive. And this can be years and years and years of appeals and court hearings and how much different things that the victims are going to have to be at and testify. So it's not going to end anytime soon. It's just another beginning of another chapter. And everyone here working for the Nicholas Robbins show sends our prayers and our thoughts are with the victims of the Boston Marathon bombings. And on a bit of a lighter note, after we come back, I will discuss my thoughts on Janet Jackson's big return to the music industry. Up next on the Nicholas Robbins show music playlist is Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk. And I'm sorry, it's actually Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. So, this is Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk. Uptown, funk you up. 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 Uptown, funk you up.
Uptown funk you up. I said Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Come on, dance, jump on it. If you suck, sad and flown it. If you freak, dead and own it. Don't brag about it, come show me. Come on, dance, jump on it. If you suck, sad and flown it. Welcome back, everyone. So today, the day I'm recording this episode of the Nickel Shopping Show, May 16th, Janet Jackson, sister of the late king of pop Michael Jackson, announced her big comeback with a new album and tour. On May 16th, Janet's 49th birthday, she published a video to Vimeo announcing the new album and tour. Hashtag Janet Jackson was trending on Twitter in the United States. For, for most of the day, and fans have been overexcited and waiting for this day to come. Recently, fans made missing posters for Janet Jackson, in, insinuating that her career is missing and where is she? Why hasn't she released any music? And these posters were literally begging her to come back into the industry, and they have been waiting for this day to come. And she has not been disappointed. She, she is not disappointing anyone today. One Twitter user stated. Always been a fan since I was a little girl. Thank God you're back. Hashtag Janet Jackson. Let's get real music back on track. Another saying, Happy Birthday! Hashtag Janet Jackson. That was in all caps. And thanks for giving us fans the ultimate present. Don't call it a comeback. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Janet Jackson's music. I've never really heard a song from Janet Jackson. Because I always associate Janet Jackson with Michael Jackson. And I don't like Michael Jackson as a person. His music's okay. And... I don't like Michael Jackson as a person because of the child molestation allegations. And now I associate Michael Jackson with child molestation. And I know that he was not convicted of any child molestation. He's not a child molester. But I still can't get over the fact that he was associated with it. And just like Bill Cosby, he was not uh, charged with any rape charges. But his career is doomed and over and done because of all these allegations against him. But Cosby can never show his face again, basically. And, and the same thing with Michael Jackson. Now he passed away and everything oh, a couple years ago because I was in fifth grade when he died. It was June 25th, 2009, I believe. And it is May 16th, 2015. Five, six years later. And he's still a legend. And I like his music. I enjoy listening to him. And I kind of hope that when her music comes out, I can disassociate the name and enjoy her music because I have terrible music taste and I want to make 
my music tastes better. So I'm really happy for her fans and I hope that her music's great and I wish her most of success. So up next, I will be reviewing Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea's new track, Pretty Girls. Take a listen and we'll be right back. That was Pretty Girls from Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea. Let the crickets explain it all. Before I get into my review, I need to reveal a little bit of information. I'm a huge Iggy Azalea fan, and I have been for all of 2014 and Fancy, and even prior to that, before Problem and Fancy blew up, and when she had to work, the song Workout, and Bounce, and all those amazing songs, and Change Your Life. And But I can't make this review biased because of that. Honestly, I was really disappointed with Pretty Girls. This song is only 2 minutes and 44 seconds long, and that's disappointing because YouTubers have songs that are longer than that, and Iggy and Britney are professional musicians, to say the least. Britney always sounds like a robot. 
In the beginning, Iggy was barely heard because of Brit's quote-unquote vocals in the beginning. I mean, you can't really call that, that robot vocals. The song sounds like it was written in 20 minutes and produced in two hours by an amateur. Iggy's verse was too short and unforgettable, and it was forgettable, sorry. They are confirmed to perform at the Billboard Music Awards tomorrow, May 17th. I bet, mm, I don't know, everything I own, that Britney will lip-sync the entire performance, because that's what she does, because she cannot sing for nothing, and the critics will bash Iggy because she's a white female rapper, and she's doing good, and they can't take that. It really makes me mad when people bash Iggy. The song is catchy, and it'll probably be stuck in my head for the rest of the May, June, and probably into the summer. If I had a rate it out of 10, I would give it a 5.5 out of 10. It's also worth noting that Britney had no part of writing the song. I compiled the list of the writers, and they are George Astiano, Jason Pebworth, John Shave, Megan Catone, Perry Edwards from Little Mix, Jesse Nelson, Leanne Pinnock, and Jade Thurwall. If you want to listen to the song, it's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. I just want to point out that there are a lot of guys on this song, and it's a song about bashing guys, so it's kind of ironic. And the song is not, they're not sponsoring us to promote the song. I'm just saying, if you want to listen to it, let me know your opinions on it. And unfortunately, that about wraps up this episode of The Nicholas Robbins Show. I will be back next week with alongside a new co-host discussing the 2015 Billboard Music Awards and my reactions to who won and who lost and all that. If you missed the live stream of this episode, you can catch it on SoundCloud.com slash The Nicholas Robbins Show. On Spreaker.com and the Spreaker app for a limited amount of time, just search up The Nicholas Robbins Show and hopefully soon on, on other platforms. Unfortunately, we're not supposed to upload this to YouTube because of the music we play, but I'm a rebel and I'm uploading it to my personal channel anyway. So if you want to kind of see this on YouTube, you can search up Nick Robbins Online. It'll be there. I don't have a URL yet because YouTube won't give it to me because of a bunch of copyright issues and stuff like that. But if you were to create a YouTube channel just for the Nicholas Robbins show, would you rather us just upload the show with no music involved? Or would you rather just us keep it off keep it off YouTube and just stick to SoundCloud and other platforms coming in the future? Let me know by tweeting me on Twitter on at NicholasR11 using the hashtag Nicholas Robbins Show so I can see your tweets. Thank you for listening, and I just want to say once I just want to say again, thank you so much. Because this is my first time doing anything like this. The show will only get better as time goes on. We're adding a co-host next week, just to make the show a little more interesting and have different views on things. And so, thanks for watching. And now I'm gonna play the 2014 hit "Fancy" by Iggy Azalea and Charlie XCS to kind of play us out and end the show on a fancy note. So I did there. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. right. You should want a bad bitch like this. Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. Back. On my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight. Never chase that. Never stop like we bring an 88 back. What? Bring the hook scene where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. I'm so fancy. You already know.
Rover. Oh, I thought you knew that. Knew that I'd be the I G G Y. Put my name in ball. I've been working. I'm up in here with some change to throw. I'm so fancy. You already know I'm in the fast lane from LA to Tokyo. Do that, do that, ah ah, Gigi Wap. Who that, who that, ah ah, Gigi Wap. 